재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 The second half of our Monday Koreascape is devoted to the good life, the series of pursuits, the bodies of knowledge, and the habits that taken together may just add up to a good life for you and your family. We're always talking about health in that context, and sometimes we even have our own Korean medical doctor in the studio. Her name is Jennifer Yesul Lee. Hello, Yesul. Hello, good morning. Nice to see you. Uh, I want to ask you also Mm -hmm. the question of the week. All week long, we're going to be hearing from listeners tales of heroism. The Paralympic athletes that are getting ready to compete out in Pyeongchang were rightly called by President Moon heroes, regardless of what the specific games results are. So we're asking people, uh, you know, who are the heroes in your life? Who overcame massive, overwhelming odds to achieve something pretty incredible? Yesul, in your life, who's that? Um, For me, it would be my grandfather, Mm. uh, who's who's been basically the leader of our whole whole family and basically just uh, leading us through our hardships. And he's always positive Mm. and guidance that he provides us is always helpful. I think we'll hear a lot of family stories like that this week. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of sort of elder family members, people who made it through wartime, people who helped build uh, a prosperous household. We do have one story. On Facebook from Sokchan, Sokchan, the hero of my life is one police officer. I met him when I was working as a conscripted policeman. He works so hard with pride. He enjoys helping people. He also taught me how to live this tough life. I want to help other people like him. Miss you, Hung Yong Jang Nim. Hung Yong Jang Nim. What does that mean? That is, uh, that is the name plus. Hung uh, is title. basically yes. Ah, uh, Hung is the name. Yeah. Kyungjang is like chief of police or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Text your answers in to pound hong. I said hung. Hong, I mean, yeah. It's supposed to be hong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pound 1013. 51 a text, or you can reach us for free on Facebook or Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. TBS EFM app will get you to us as well. English or Korean is just fine. And believe me, I'll have it translated so I can read it. Okay. So, Jennifer, we are talking about... Um, The change in seasons. Mm -hmm, The change in seasons. Basically, do you ever feel sleepy in spring? Well, all four seasons, really. (laughs) But uh, that's more my problem than the (laughs) season. No, but we talk about this at uh, sort of symmetrical ends of the year. There are two big uh, seasonal changes that kind of hit you like a bag of bricks. One is from summer to fall. Mm -hmm. And here we go from winter to spring. It's sort of flip sides of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. So it's what we call spring fatigue. And it's basically coming from this dormant nature when you've been staying indoors all winter. And all of a sudden, you have to go outside in spring and start having more activities. Mm. If you were wise and you listened to Dr. Yesul Jennifer Lee back in, what was it? I guess it would have been around last September or mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have been shutting down your systems, slowing down, right. getting into some Danish hige, uh, <laughs> reading more. Yeah. Eating more. Mm -hmm. And now you got to do the reverse. Basically, yes. So you have to adjust to this change of season. And basically, the increased demand of energy is what your body is calling for. So you have to basically eat a bit more minerals and vitamins and try to exercise a bit more. Mm-hmm. So uh, so your body would adjust to this upcoming spring and summer. This is going to partially happen anyway, along with the sort of feelings of fatigue that a lot of people go through. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a little bit of 
restlessness, for lack of a better word. I mean, I get up and I'm like, oh my God, that heat. I don't need all this heat on. Yes, I understand what you mean. It's also this various mood, physical, and behavioral changes that really follows this spring fatigue that we call in. Many many people actually consider this to be, uh, is it a medical condition that I Mm. really need to go to the hospital for? Really? Um, Yes, actually, many people think of that as well. But the answer actually is that it's no, it's not really a medical condition. But basically, you really need to watch out for some further complications that you might have. This word spring fatigue that you're throwing around, what mm-hmm. would Koreans say in Korean? Uh, it's chun g o n j u n g Chun? g o n j u n g g o n j u n g So it's chun means spring and g o n means sleepiness or tiredness. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the spring fatigue includes some symptoms like loss of appetite, constant tiredness, difficulty in attention and concentration, sleepiness, headaches, and slow responses to stimuli. So basically, you move more, well, you move slower. And you feel sleepy, and you eat less. Mm. Well, um, it sounds like a, uh, I don't know, like an allergy or something. Um, I think that's a good point. Uh, I really wanted to differentiate this spring fatigue from two major symptoms. One is spring allergies, and the other one is seasonal affective disorders. So even if the, the, the dust isn't blowing over quite mm-hmm. yet, you can still experience these symptoms without yes. the... Mm. Yes, yes. Um, I would, I would also say that you might also get confused with this spring fatigue and spring allergies because dust and heat basically comes along together. But uh, basically, sometimes you have allergies. Some people have allergies while many others would have fatigues. Mm-hmm. And the other thing you mentioned was the se- seasonal affected disorder. Do I have mm-hmm. that right? Sad. Seasonal affective disorder, yes. SAD's a good acronym because a lot of people yeah. kind of go through emotional ups and downs. Right. Your, your, your whole sort of daily diet of sunlight is changing, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, SADs or, or SAD, uh, what we call spring affective disorder, is basically a type of depression that comes along with ch- changes in seasons. Um, and this one usually com- happens around um, winter when the winter is starting. So mm. it's usually related to lack of sunlight. Surely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, the dif- and the changes in hormone system Um, what we relate to is the serotonin, which is related to happiness many times and basically related to sunlight. So if you have this affective disorder uh, that's coming from seasonal changes, I suggest that you go outside and try to have more walks Mm. and also have more exercise. Always a good idea anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, except as you're heading into the deep winter and the risks kind of outweigh the benefits of outdoor exercise. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because you hear, even we have a PSA, we have an announcement on TBS, which uses the phrase spring fever, right? Right. And you hear Koreans say the phrase spring fever means something completely different in, say, the U.S. or in a North American context. You know, when we say spring fever, it's almost like kind of a a giddiness, perhaps, you know, enhanced romantic Uh proclivities, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Whereas here, it's, it's it's sort of a downbeat spring fever. Right. So many people actually in, in Korea, I, I, I'm not sure if it's only limited to this Korean context where we say chungonjing or, or spring fatigue is very common. Um, but it's actually something 
a condition that was uh, well phenomenalized even in other countries as well because there were um, reports of more mining injuries starting fr- between uh, these changes of winter and, and spring mm. because people were feeling more sleepy mm. and they were getting more tired. So they basically had a lot more injuries. And this was comparative to these other changes in seasons where it was starting from summer to autumn because there were no seasonal uh, changes affecting this mine, mining injuries, but it only happened this at this time of season when the spring was starting. Because people are drowsy. They're mm-hmm. tripping over stuff, yes, bonking their basically, head, that kind of thing. Yes, starting to fall and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Um, and so this is also kind of something that affects your metabolism, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to... Do you want to eat more or less? You said less. Yes, but uh, it, I would also say that this is also related to this uh, changes in digestive system because I just mentioned how your body changes to demand more energy. So this also relates to the changes in digestive system where, where some people start to have sudden loss of appetite while others start to feel they want to eat more because their body feels that they need more energy. Hmm. Okay. And this is a temporary phase, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, what is the, I mean, the adjustment period? Are we talking days, weeks, what? Um, I would say weeks when it starts to get warmer. So around this time of season, I would say this is basically the starting of c h u n g u n c h e n g season, and it would last about two, three weeks. Can I ask you a tangential question? Mm-hmm. We spent the first half of this show talking about strawberries. Yeah. You know, strawberries are everywhere. People yeah. are eating entire buffets of strawberries. Mm-hmm. I love strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> where, where in Korean medical wisdom does a strawberry fall? Is it like a high... chi fruit or what does it do to your body well when it comes to strawberries it's basically something that's very sweet and when when it comes to vitamins it does contain a lot of vitamin c Mm. and in from the context of korean medicine we also say that it really boosts up your appetite and also contains a lot of yang chi basically meaning um that you get to have more energy walking outside and and trying to have more exercise. And Mm. when you want to start that up, initiate that energy, strawberries can help you. There you go. So taken in a prudent way, Mm -hmm. more strawberries in your diet could kind of kickstart you out of this fatigue a little bit. Of course, yes. All right. Well, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another symptom that I also wanted to mention is spring allergies. Because uh, like you just mentioned, dust is something that's basically irritating everybody these days now. Um, And the spring allergies is getting even more severe. And it's not, it's not, it it needs to be differentiated with spring fatigue because this is definitely a medical condition. Would you clarify me in terms of uh, dust? I've heard Hwangsa, Mm -hmm. which is the yellow dust, right? Right. Then there's what, Miso Mongi or Miso? Mise Mongi. Mise Mongi. Forgive me, my my mangling of that word. Mise Mongi. Are they they similar or are they different? Um, They are similar from uh, when it comes to the perspective that they also all float in the air. Mm. But when it comes to the size of the particles, it's completely different. Hwangsa is very tiny. Uh, Hwangsa is tiny, but Misemans is even tinier. Even tinier. So it basically goes into the alveoles, or what we call the smallest uh, system uh, components of your lungs. Wow. So it does, our body doesn't have the system yet to prevent ourselves from this Misemans, um, while it does have a 
immune system to protect us ourselves from Hwangsa, for, for instance. So misaemonji is the stuff that can make into into your bloodstream, really. Basically, yes. Okay. So what we so there aren't that many researches yet, but what the recent research shows is that. Um, Misemonji really need really have the increase increased risk of, for instance, dementia and also cardiovascular diseases. Wow, it's a good reason to wear a mask. Mm-hmm, of course, and also uh, beware of yourselves when it comes to drowsiness right after having antihistamines, for instance, because you have spring allergies, and that can really increase the risk also of of more injuries and even accidents. The sort of histamine system, the system that makes you have a runny nose and mm-hmm. sneeze and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it seems very intimately linked to your level of energy and tiredness. I mean, if you have one sneezing bout right. of like five sneezes, mm-hmm. bang, you're, you're, you feel like taking a nap. Right. You really want to go to bed. Mm. And that also needs... Uh, A lot of caution, basically, because many people don't really feel like they need to be careful when it comes to taking medications with allergies. But having allergies and also taking medications for allergies both causes drowsiness. Mm. So you really need to be careful. You're, you know, darned if you do, darned if you don't. Take the medicine (laughs) or... suffer through it, you're going to get tired either way. So help us manage these systems a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, from the perspective of Korean medicine, what we first say is that when it comes to winter, it's the time of the end and storing. But when it comes to the spring, it's the time of growth and movement. And life becomes active and begins to grow. So demanding more energy, not only in the body, but also within the nature. And what we usually suggest is going outside and having more exercise. And also... Uh, getting more, uh, for instance, pomnamul or uh, vegetables that comes up during the spring, and also like strawberries, fruits that comes up in in spring. And sleep-wise, what should you be doing? Um, when it comes to sleep-wise, what we say in winter is sleep early and wake up late. Basically. Um, suggesting that you sleep for a long time in winter mm. but spring spring sleep late and wake up early as the sunlight is starting to get longer not an option for a lot of people who have to get to the office right and mm. sleeping That's late true. but um you, you, when you say sleep late you mean go to sleep late yes oh, oh, oh i thought you go meant to sleep bed. late sleep in late in the morning mm. that's an interesting korean linguistic thing koreans yeah. will say uh, they mean i went to sleep late right 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 that's uh, true uh, yeah yeah okay when we hear sleep late we think we slept late in the morning right that's true yeah so uh go to sleep late mm-hmm. wake up early because mm-hmm. you need less a little less sleep it's spring your body isn't yes. churning as much energy as in winter right so basically what we suggest is uh try to follow for instance the changes in the sunlight So if if the sun goes down very late, what we also suggest is that you go to bed a bit later. Mm. And when it comes to um, the morning, you try to wake up early because the sun is basically coming up a bit earlier than before in in winter. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is easier to get up early. Yes. And, and we also suggest that um, in winter, I... I I am aware that it's a bit late to suggest what what you should do in winter, but um, sudden consumption of energy is really essential in spring. So what we suggest is that you have to stay warm enough and try to gain more energy, store more energy in winter. Otherwise, you would have fever um, for those who haven't kept themselves warm enough during winter. 
if you have not kept yourself warm enough during winter, you will have fever, fever in spring. Fever is going to roll around. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, and your yang chi, your your aggressive energy, your strong energy, mm-hmm. outward directed, may we say, is on the uh, is waxing during this time. It's growing stronger. Yes, it's getting stronger. It's going to reach its peak in summer. You're yes, just going to be course. a furnace of yang chi. <laughs> By June or July, yes. right? Yes, you're getting very good with Korean medicine, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know my chi. Um, okay, so if you've really, you know, somebody walks into your clinic mm-hmm. and they are just, oh man, doctor, I've got spring fatigue, like you wouldn't believe. I'm practically sleep all day. I feel so drowsy. Yeah. What what what's your prescription? Well, we would first suggest that it's not exactly a medical condition that it will pass by naturally if you stay try to stay awake for 2 to 3 weeks, but we also advise some home management. So for instance, um one one, one thing is um well, good nutrition So for good nutrition, what we also suggest is iron, which is essential when it comes to energy production. Spinach. Yes, of course. A lot of spinach. Mm -hmm. And there are vitamins that's very essential also in spring, which is basically all vitamins. And and strawberries are rich, I just just mentioned, in in vitamin C. Mm -hmm. And also bananas, which is also rich in vitamin B. Hmm. which is also very important, especially in the morning when you're waking up and try to gain basically some more consciousness, right? Is that right? Bananas, Mm -hmm. in essence, you've basically just said bananas will help you wake up a little bit better? Uh, Yes, because it basically provides you some more sugar um, instantly to your body system. Bananas and strawberries, what a Mm -hmm. perfect uh, spring kind of breakfast. Right, it's basically good for smoothies, isn't it? Smoothies or just chuck them in a bit of yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think I'll start switching to that in the morning. That's a good Mm -hmm. idea. Um, One... Tesu or namul in in or vegetables in spring, that's very common and very popular is mugwort, which is also known as suk in Korean. Um, it's rich in vitamin A, B, and C. It's high in carotene, which strengthens the immune system, which is essential in spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also was used widely in Korean medicine to warm up the body, especially for women and postpartum care. Not the worst time to consider a multivitamin too, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. I buy those kids chewable ones, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not a kid anymore, but uh, they kind of taste... I love the jellies. They yeah. taste good, and yeah. I just kind of pop one in every now right. and then, keep, <laughs> keep my vitamin supply yes. strong. Mm-hmm. And also, tadok, which is rich in saponin, um, really helps the bowel movements and removes the oxidative stress. Um, oxidative stress is something that's very... Um, what we say hot these days, many people consider this to be the essential um, cause of, for instance, aging. Oxidative stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, many people are interested in what's causing your body to be oxidated and what's you're stressing you out, basically. And Todok in this context is very helpful. You know, I've been interested. I'm starting to follow a little bit uh, this strand of doctors and researchers out there. There's Mm -hmm. one who's really, really famous, a British guy. I can't remember his name, but he's in this documentary called The Immortalists. Yeah. And he's kind of ringing this bell and trying to get people to uh, research more intensively ways to reverse aging. I mean, do Korean, I mean, and his thing is that, you know, Korean doctors or excuse me, doctors overall, the entire medical industry isn't in enough of an urgent state about uh, the fact that 
aging can probably be either stopped or reversed. Hmm. Does Korean medicine just kind of, I mean, it's never been a big ambition. Most, um, you know, Western and Asian doctors have kind of viewed aging and passing away just as part of the bigger plan, right? Yes. Uh, But I would say that um, aging is basically something that many people wanted to conquer Mm. um, over their history. And there are histories and records of of people trying to conquer this aging and, and basically try to achieve what we say immortalism um, over the the years. And there are some medications that people also suggested um, in historical records Mm -hmm. um, and also some exercises and and, and even the way of living, a pattern of life that you should follow for you to basically age a bit less than the others. Um, When it comes to the medications, um, there are some... Definitely medical records, but we usually don't follow them anymore because mm-hmm. not only because it's very difficult to follow, but also because there, there's been hazards that's been reported. It, it was usually related to metals, yeah. metallic acids. This is the wonder cure kind yeah, of exactly. mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we don't really follow them anymore. When it comes to aging, um, trying to fight off aging by exercise, we usually suggest them very, very much. Well, the whole reason I go off on that aging tangent is because you mentioned uh, oxidative stress. Mm -hmm. This person that I referred to, he's saying that the the key, the the keystone to understanding aging and how to reverse it is metabolism. Metabolism is the process that eventually grinds down the body, Mm -hmm. according to them. Um, So, you know, managing what you eat. Managing how many calories you're taking in, how you're exercising, mm-hmm. it, it, it has bigger ramifications than just beyond how you feel today, right? Yes, uh, it's it's very interesting that you also mentioned that and and the metabolism uh, because I would I, I'm I'm sure you you've heard heard, heard of this before is um, that Koreans are very interested in in how to stay strong um, and and these medications or food that will keep you stronger and tadok. In that context, was one of the vegetables that people really, 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 really loved. Be- yeah. Okay. Um, and and this key uh, key essence component uh, that we talked about just now, saponin, is basically uh, one example of of this oxidative stress fighting, and also not um, and also basically it's very close to insam or ginseng. And so what we usually say about Todog is that Todog is the insam for spring. The insam for spring. Yeah. That's an excellent way to remember it. Oh, okay. This is the stuff they kind of mash flat yeah. into a, you, it's you, a you root. You saw this before? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The PD is pulling up some pictures. Uh, now I recognize it, mm-hmm. but it's a tough root, isn't yeah. it? And it resembles ginseng, like you said. Yeah. Todog. So uh, I guess I can, I'm not going to be able to prepare that but i can go into the store and they'll already have it sort mm-hmm. of mashed and treated in small dishes yeah it's a good season for uh namul uh for all of these sort of yes. earthy vegetables that come up mm-hmm. uh, for carrots you said because it will um, strengthen your immune system more vitamins think more vitamins more sunlight mm-hmm. more, and more exercise mm-hmm. more exercise and try to uh, relax a bit more really yeah well yeah that's the that's the reverse side of exercise um Yes, yes and no, because exercise also really requires enough relaxation afterwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. So relaxation could become handy treatments that can also eliminate fatigue caused by changing of the seasons. 
overdoing it is always a uh, a caution because you cautioned us at the change into winter. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're used to this massive summer schedule of running right. around like crazy. Don't continue doing that in the winter. And also don't start it too quickly in the spring because you've right. slowed down. Your muscles are used to being a little bit of a couch potato. That's our time. Doctor, thanks for coming in. Thank you. All right.